Autumn is a cunning muse who steals by degrees my warmth and light. So distracted by her glorious painting of colors, I scarcely realize my losses until the last fiery leaf has fallen to the ground and the final pumpkin shrinks. Autumn departs with a cold kiss, leaving me to suffer the frigid grasp of winter in prolonged nightfall. Rochelle E. Goodrich. I wonder if the snow loves the trees and fields, that it kisses them so gently, and then it covers them up snug, you know, with a white quilt, and perhaps it says, go to sleep, darlings, till the summer comes again. Lewis Carroll. Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Thought Podvoking, with your hosts, Megan and Marissa. We're here to talk about all the thought-provoking aspects of life. On today's episode... We're going to discuss seasonal affective disorder, or what most people call the winter blues. This past weekend was daylight savings, and though we gained an hour of sunlight in the morning, most of us are now leaving work in the dark. Immediately, people are feeling difference in their moods, and the days feel shorter simply because there's less light. Though we do have the holidays to look forward to, Thanksgiving and Christmas, often the months of January, February, and March are long and hard, especially for people in New England and cold climates where the snow and ice can be relentless. Last year especially, Massachusetts saw feet upon feet of snow week after week in the month of February. There was a five-day stretch where I didn't even leave my apartment except to shovel more snow off my car. A lot of people were disgruntled by the end of it, and even now, I mean, even news stations, um, I thought were bored of the topic. So a lot of people tend to roll their eyes um, when they hear, you know, oh, I'm, I'm suffering from seasonal affective disorder. Oh, I'm so upset. And they don't think it's a real thing. But it is, as Marissa can explain. Yeah, so seasonal affective disorder is um, technically known as a mood disorder characterized by depression that can occur at the same time every year. So it doesn't necessarily even have to be just in the winter. It can be with any kind of seasonal change, but it tends to happen to people at specific times of the year. And uh, it's something that manifests differently in each person, but across the board, it usually um, manifests in people either having fatigue, depression, a sense of hopelessness, or social withdrawal. Um, and it primarily happens in the winter and fall months, but it can happen during any kind of seasonal change where people are feeling the effect of the weather or the daylight um, shift and have an effect on uh, their general outlook. Yeah, so... Um I guess I would say that I've even personally been affected by oh, yeah. seasonal affective disorder. It also depends on like do. what you're going through in your life too. So if like, you know, so- someone close to you is going through a hard time and you're witnessing all that, or if, you know, a family member dies in the winter, yeah. I think that would even be harder to cope with because mm-hmm. you can't go outside and take walks. Like I usually take a walk every single day at lunch. And if, you know, I'm going, if, I don't know, winter is just like, it seems harder to do that because it's cold and you just want to stay bundled up. And 
even though exercise is something that can help you with mm-hmm. seasonal affective disorder, I, I think that like a lot of people are like, oh, it's too hard. Yeah. It's too hard to exercise in the winter. Well, yeah, because you get out of work at a certain time. Most people, they get out and it's dark already and you just kind of want to get home and get inside and be warm. You don't want to think about, A, like going outside. You really can't because it's usually too cold out uh, and it's dark. So it's not really safe to be out right. doing physical activity on the street. Right. Um, and especially in the dead winter with the snow. And even if that's not the case and you're a motivated person, you go to the gym or you go to some kind of fitness class, it's still pretty hard to motivate yourself to do that when you live in you know, you know, we're speaking from experience in New England, right. where it's dark and cold. I mean, it might be definitely different in warmer climates, but it's just harder to get yourself motivated, even though that exercise would actually be the thing that would probably help alleviate the yes. symptoms that you feel. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think that like, especially in New England, it's, it's like almost like, grueling the mm-hmm. months it's like it, we just had daylight savings like i said and already i'm like oh man it's not april yet <laughs> <laughs> we know winter's it's coming only november yeah yeah i mean we've have been blessed right now that it's been it's pretty warm, warm out, but you still know that but that's not what it affects that's come. not yeah. what seasonal affective disorder seasonal affective disorder is usually when you have less light mm-hmm. and you're you're don't have as much vitamin d right and so that's an important nutrient mm-hmm. not nutrient vitamin i guess yeah it's a nutrient, um, it's a nutrient? okay <laughs> what i'm talking about <laughs> i'm not a professional in this i'm just a person um but when you don't have enough vitamin d i think that your mood levels drop definitely and the sun gives you vitamin d right yeah yeah and it's it's just even when you do get out it's hard to get yourself bundled up and it's annoying get that vitamin it's annoying to even go shovel like in the winter you're like i have to put on two pairs of pants and two pairs of socks and two pairs of hats it's just it's a lot of clothing <laughs> and it's like, it's fun when you're a kid. And yeah. that's, that's what it's, it's interesting because I don't think kids are usually affected as much yeah. by this as adults are because they kind of are in their own little world. It's like, I remember just in the winter, yeah. I would just go in the basement and play with my siblings and run around yeah. and go sledding. be completely content. Yeah. Yeah. Sledding. Build snowmen. Snowmen. <laughs> and, but I, I did remember like coming in, with all like my winter gear after I was outside playing for like three hours and I'd be like, mom, take all my stuff. And she would like, I just remember her being like, oh, <laughs> it was just like a chore. Like I'm, things just seem more like a chore in the winter mm-hmm. and like even doing your chores. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to clean, but I just want to sit on the couch yeah. under a blanket yeah. and well, watch Netflix. Winter is a time of, you know, just based on the season, it's a time of going inside pretty much, you know, it's everything yeah. is, has died everything it's a harvest time for animals it's a hibernation time so you know we're animals we feel that need to right. hibernate yes. and kind of protect ourselves against the elements um but we don't live in a world where we can hibernate we're not you know we can't go sleep in a bear cave for six months we have jobs <laughs> we have to go out <laughs> and be pay yeah, our rent. we have to be in the world and and still kind of do what we do in the summer months but it's and it's it's definitely harder like i think even in november and december it's not as bad because Mm -hmm. you have thanksgiving to look forward to yeah you have christmas and holidays to look forward to 
But after Christmas, mm-hmm. and, but the people make, make New Year's resolutions too. And yeah. I think that motivates them for a little while. Yeah. But then it's just like once you hit February, yeah. people are like, I'm done. I and that's usually when yeah. the snow really hits yep, that's, is in February and March a lot of the times. So, and that's when people are just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. That's when people get to the end of the rope. And yeah, personally, that's when I feel it the most at the past couple of years, whenever I've tried like booked vacations i generally try to do it in the march time frame and go somewhere tropical because i know it's like february and march it's you did in the home stretch and if you can just get through that you know that spring is coming and it's going to be okay um and then yeah like you said it is the hardest time to deal with it was it february that we had that was that was record breaking every single week we had a snowstorm the the most we've had since i think what seven was it the 70s? I, yeah. The summer, of, I, I mean, the winter of 70, what, something? The blizzard of 70. 78. Is yeah. it 78? 78. Oh, my God, we're too young. Yeah, so since. You, if there's anyone out there that's listening that was alive, that like our parents, like, they're going to be like, I can't believe you don't get this, this right. It's on the news every year. <laughs> <laughs> but we had record-breaking snow that beat that. So it we'll was, tell it was our a, children that. It was a, yeah, we will. It was the winter of, was it? We don't even remember what year it is. <laughs> it's, tec- 2014. it's technically Is it technically is it 14 or technically is it oh, 15 because it was in It was February. in 15. Oh, that's right. I don't even know I think it's the winter of 14 because this is going to be the winter of 15. But the winters <laughs> go in so they're split. <laughs> I don't when know. does winter officially start? In December. Yeah. So it would be just the winter of 14. This is we're going into the winter of fifteen now. Okay, I'm sounding like an idiot. I'm like, cut this out. Ramble, ramble, ramble. Blue, 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 blue. Fall colors are funny. They're so bright and intense and beautiful. It's like nature is trying to fill you up with color to saturate you so you can stockpile it before winter turns everything muted and dreary. Siobhan Vivian. So this this week we're gonna um, combine our tips into many tips um, that you can combat seasonal affective disorder with. So um, Marissa and I are gonna just list them off. The first one we're gonna go with is get more sunlight into your day. Uh, this can be hard because there is less sun out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the days are the same amount of time. You have to keep that in mind. If you get up normally at 630 in the morning, um, keep getting it at 630 in the morning. And if you go to bed at 10, keep going to bed at 10 and you still have the same amount of hours. It might not, you might want to go to bed earlier because it's darker earlier or you might want to get up later because the sun's coming out later but my advice is to keep doing what you're doing don't change your routine just because it's winter and you'll you know you're gonna see the sun less but my advice is to try to go out and see it in the morning if you are an early riser then um work out in the morning and Maybe work out by a window if you work out inside or go for a run in the morning, early in the morning. If it's not like negative 15, like it is sometimes in Massachusetts <laughs> on those days, please work out inside. But um, also midday, I usually go for a lunch at walk. I mean, a lunch at walk. I usually lunch in my walks. <laughs> um, <laughs> a walk at lunch. 
<laughs> I, I take a walk at lunch um, every day at work, and it's usually a 45-minute walk. Mm-hmm. And my coworker and I have actually been like, we're going to keep doing this through the winter. We're going to do it. We're going to stick to it because we need to keep up our exercise in winter, and it'll help, you know, get light into your day. Yeah, and that's good. It breaks up your day, too, and then also yes. kind of gives you a reset to get back in the office and yes and then tackle the afternoon and it'll wake you up if you're Mm -hmm. zoning out Mm because it's cold out um but if you don't if you can't do that if you have a job where you can't go out at lunch um then they also people also suggest getting a light box i don't I haven't really looked at how expensive they are. Yeah, but they can't they, be that They range expensive. in price. I mean, I think the the more high end ones can can run a couple hundred dollars, but I think they're there can be pretty economical um, versions of it. I never actually used it, but I know that a lot of um, colleges will have them. So if you're on a college campus, you can look at the health services. I think there was one. Yeah, when we went to Assumption, I remember. I think they had it in the student services. I had no idea. I never took advantage of it personally, but uh, yeah, so you can look into local places that might have it, like perhaps hospitals or even your work might have it if they have um, a health services area or like a, you know, a clinic on hand. So look into that. A gambit. Gambit. (laughs) He's our trusty mascot. Yeah, he's protecting us right now. Um, he thinks there are intruders, but there are not. <laughs> he's just barking. <laughs> he's barking at the the darkness. Yeah, he's upset that it's dark. <laughs> All right, so um, light box. If you can get one, if you can't go out, you know, you can't get enough sunlight in your day naturally, or you're feeling it's not enough, they suggest, I don't know, they, I guess, is the internet, which is what I looked at before recording this. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they suggest putting it on um, for like an hour and then just like being near it. Mm-hmm. So like if you get up in the morning at 6.30, turn it on right when you get up and then watch the morning news or have your breakfast while you're near the light box. Or if you work out in the morning, work out near the light box and it's supposed to boost your mood. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, and part of trying to get more sunlight, um, the, you know, the whole reason that sunlight is good for us is that it gives us vitamin D. Um, so if you're not actually getting it naturally from the sun, you would want to look into high quality vitamin D supplements, um, in order to get that into your system and upping that intake in the winter is pretty important. Yeah, I take a multivitamin every day. You're supposed to. If you don't, you should. And that usually has vitamin D in it. So that if that's not enough, then just take more. <laughs> <laughs> take more. Uh, the biggest one, the biggest thing which we were talking about before mm-hmm. that will help ward off sadness is exercise. And move, it might seem move your body. counterintuitive if you come home from work and you're like, I'm exhausted. It's dark. I just want to make some Chill. pasta and sit in front of the television with a glass of wine and just watch Netflix. It sounds nice. And it is doing that is quite nice. But don't do it every day No, because like a lot of people do end up doing stuff like that and get in the habit of like not having a, a workout routine and then their clothes get tighter and then they feel bloated and then they get upset about that. And it's just kind of like a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. So Try to exercise as much as you can. Yeah, moving your body any time of the year is important, but especially 
in times when you might be more susceptible to, to feeling down because it instantly, whatever you're doing, it doesn't even, it can be five minutes of jumping jacks, but you're moving your body, you're getting endorphins flowing into your body, which are natural mood boosters that are going to give you, you know, what you need to kind of fight through the winter and, like you said, keep off the holiday pounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't think... I, I don't think you should like not indulge in the holidays. You should because that's what you look forward to all year. It's like grandma's pumpkin pie and you know, the, the special dishes that people bring to these events, but you shouldn't stop exercising no. or if you, and if you, and you know, if like, if you are not a big exerciser, I just recommend just putting it into your routine. It doesn't have to be a lot either. I'm not a huge exerciser but I try to do it every single day. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I try to walk 45 minutes a day at lunch. Yeah, and if I can't do anything great. else that day, at least I knew mm-hmm. or, that I'm, I'm okay with knowing that I, that I walked for 45 minutes and I got my heart rate up. But I also try to bike. And I actually recommend that people... Not, I don't bike outside. I have a stationary bike. I actually recommend that people get one because it's a really, really easy way to exercise. Um, I just bike for 45 minutes if I can and I just I'm watching TV while I'm doing it and it's not boring I don't get bored doing it because like a lot of people I think when they go to the gym you know there are TVs at the gym but it's not you're not as relaxed I don't like going to the gym Mm -hmm. I hate it (laughs) I think some people are really motivated motivated by other people there Mm -hmm. like oh my god this person is like running super fast next to me that actually makes me feel terrible so you you want to be doing something that you like, yeah, exercise that you like doing. You, yeah. um, people like running. I know a lot of people like to run. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed I enjoy doing that. I try to run a couple times a week um, during the day um, as part of my lunch. I'll go out and I'm lucky enough that I have a showering facility at my work so I can shower off and, and um, get refreshed after that. But I really like also coming home and just throwing on music and just kind of dancing around my apartment and like and that will reboot me even if it's just yeah. like two songs well that's, that's kind of jumping around fun. dancing yeah. is a lot yeah, of fun it is and it'll totally change your mood it, depending you know you can put on any kind of song you want and just totally get lost in that song and it, you know even if that's not something that you can do maybe you share your space with other people just putting music on and maybe doing some chores or whatever and just kind of feeling more invigorated and doing a couple of push-ups or you know squats or something just to kind of re-shake um yourself out and actually speaking of that shaking it might sound kind of weird but there is a lot of um ancient cultures and even like the term shakers you know the religious religion shakers and clears they really believe in this thing called shaking medicine where you just kind of like you are shaking your body off and something about that um you know it's a movement so you're somehow kind of breaking loose the monotony of of your day and yeah. kind of like shaking off shake it off exactly shake it off get some taylor shake swift going off. um yeah but it, you know it, it like i said about exercise you know it, it floods your body with endorphins just like having that kind of like bouncing shaking movement yeah re- and if you're you. feeling lethargic afterwards you won't you'll feel good mm-hmm. you'll be smiling after yeah. you and it's like people are like i don't like to sweat i feel gross it doesn't matter like, it makes you feel good. Take a shower. Um, take a shower if you're sweaty. Yeah. Just suck it up. Yeah. Um, and other things, like, other ways to get exercise, you don't have to just do it alone. Mm-hmm. Join a group. Like, um, my boyfriend goes to Frisbee, like, 
every other day. And that's how he gets his exercise in. And there's Frisbee all, all year round. So there's a winter Frisbee. Um, if you don't like doing sports like that, there's other things you can do. You yeah, can join yoga. There's hot, yoga. Hot yoga, especially too. Like in the winter, that can be excellent because you're not only are you getting a good workout and, you know, it's very meditative and very um, good for mindfulness, but you're also getting really warm. It gets you out of the house too. Mm-hmm. I think that's important in the winter is I think that we naturally get out of the house more in the summer. There's more things to do. There's concerts mm-hmm. outside. There's um, there's more events that are happening outside that you go to with your friends. But in the winter, people sort of, like you said, are hibernating. Yeah. So I think it's important to join a group. And more social activity that's yeah. also active yeah. is going to make you feel a lot better in the end. So schedule it. Yeah. Do something. Do something fun. <laughs> And I also want to emphasize to just do something that you like to do. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to enjoy exercising if you choose exercise that you hate. Right. I would no. never run. Well, I can't physically, but I also didn't run before I could yeah. do it physically. And if, you're, if it's something's going to be painful to you mentally and physically to do, then, then you're not don't do, stick it. With do it. And if, but if you like to dance, then go dance. Like you can sign up for Zumba classes or you can take swing dancing classes. I mean, though, there there are classes out there. That exists for everyone. Um, and if you can't find a group, then make one. Mm-hmm. Go on Meetup and just make a group and you'll find that people will join. <laughs> there are lots of people out there. Um, okay. So our next tip is making plans. This is sort of the same thing or mm-hmm. similar on the, on the similar lines of joining a group. But... Um, your our tendencies are to like i said before sitting around doing nothing netflix binge with their glass of wine or your munchies but yeah making sure that you have something scheduled not every night of the week because you know you might get burned out from that but if you have something on the books like you know personally right right now what megan and i are doing (laughs) we you know we have plans on wednesday nights to do our podcast and that for me gets me out of my house and over here and also megan's doing something that she wouldn't normally do by herself hanging out here so it's something that we're doing weekly we're scheduling the time to see each other and put this content together and it's probably gonna help us throughout the winter to know that we got this we have something to do every single week on wednesdays yeah um, I'm part of a choir mm-hmm. and I do that every Tuesday. So every Tuesday I come home, I have dinner and I go to choir and that makes me really happy. I love singing. It's something that I love to do and you shouldn't deprive yourself of something like that. And, you know, I think after college, a lot of people suffer from not knowing how to get involved again, because in college you, you turn every corner and there's another activity going on and you're never bored. And I didn't think, I don't think I have ever suffered from seasonal affective disorder in college, but it was afterwards that it was like, mm. ugh, man, I'm so down. Or like even on college break, like yeah, we'd go home were- for the month of December and half of January. And then I'd like, by the time it was like ready to go back to school, I was like, thank goodness, because you're not surrounded by people. I was so way. lonely. Well, not really because I had my siblings, but. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't my. It wasn't the same the routine that I was used engagements to. Engagements that you had. Yeah, definitely school. don't don't stop hanging out with your friends in the winter. 
even if you live a little farther away then yeah. you then it's easy like you should just make should make plans be like yeah. all right i'm gonna see bob on saturday um i'm gonna see susan i'm just coming up with these generic names <laughs> susan and bob <laughs> and even if it like you know even if your friends do live far, far away like even if it's just a phone call like you know it might be shitty weather and you actually can't get out but like having a half hour phone call with somebody that you might not normally talk to what can totally reset you or you know if they're really far away maybe a skype call so you can actually see actually i have um i have skype dates with some friends that don't live locally but every once in a while um i have a friend that lives in north carolina and one that lives in california and we talk to each other a lot on gchat but every once in a while, we're like, we want to see each other's faces. So mm-hmm. we actually make Skype dates. And then we pour each other, we pour ourselves a glass of wine and we sip wine and we talk to each other on Skype. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a good thing to do. Oh, and um, okay. So then <laughs> along with planning something. Plan a trip. Plan a trip like Marissa and I did. Marissa was saying earlier that she wa- likes to usually plan trips in March. We planned, we went to Puerto Rico last April. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It was beautiful. We had, I think we booked our tickets right after like one of the snowstorms yeah. in February. That was the big push. And it was like, I I was like, Marissa, I like, basically, I think I like emailed you. I was like, do you want to go somewhere um, in April? And you were like, absolutely. And I was like, we could go, maybe we could go to Europe. We could go like... You, I don't know. We could go Aspen, out west or something Florida. like that. You had and a whole bunch of stuff. I had like a lot of suggestions and like Puerto Rico was on the list and you were like, Puerto Rico, we're going there. <laughs> and it, I was so glad that you said that because it was awesome. It was, it was gorgeous. Um, yeah. And even if you're not able to, you know, get away for a tropical week long vacation, even just doing a day trip and getting somewhere that is out of your norm. Um, and even if it's still in the cold climate, you know, Going somewhere different can really shake up uh, your routine. Um, yeah, so I like, and a lot of people like to go skiing. Yeah. Um, people will take weekend trips um, up in New Hampshire, or Vermont, or Maine. Also on the topic of setting up trips, um, you should keep in mind they check Groupon once in a while mm-hmm. because they have a lot of deals and something that you might not think of, like a cool thing to do on the weekend. Um, and also, if you have AAA, you can book hotels at a discounted rate. <laughs> that was AAA did not sponsor that sentence. <laughs> I just have AAA and I like AAA. <laughs> um, so another a really good tip um, for the winter and beating the blues is eating healthfully. You know, you can get really distracted by all the holiday parties and the Christmas this and the. It starts with people bringing in their kids leftover Halloween candy to the office uh, and then it uh-huh. winds wounds up being <laughs> oh my god yeah i i actually did that yeah, this weekend your i had party. A ton- i had we had a big halloween party and i had like 80 cookies and three dozen cupcakes and i brought them in and people were like no but at least it's not candy yeah but it, yeah so it starts from halloween and it pretty much stretches all the way to new year's and we're not saying like avoid those things like the plague you know you want to partake in the festivities but not going crazy and having junk every single day and staying in a a plan of eating healthfully will definitely help you with getting through the winter um feeling more balanced um mentally and then you know you also feel better if you're 
don't gain the typical oh my God. 10, pounds the 10 pounds from the holiday the 15 pounds yeah i i try to or at least like everything in moderation is like what i like to say because you can have the piece of cake you can have the pumpkin pie but don't have an entire pie mm-hmm. and don't have an entire cake because that's how you gain the weight slippery slope or if you do have extras from a party that you host bring it to work so that you can distribute it amongst other people um and also like there are a lot of people are would like crave like carbs and more things like fatty things mm-hmm. in the winter mm-hmm. and it has to do with the hibernation thing yeah but it's a natural set you can have hearty filling things that aren't fatty mm-hmm. and aren't full of carbs i would recommend making like stews and soups definitely. that are full of full of vegetables yeah you definitely want to eat with the season so a lot of root vegetables are important because that's what's in season and a lot of soups and a lot of um, eating things that are warm uh, as opposed to, you know, salads are great and, and cold vegetables are awesome in the, in the summer, but you definitely want to lightly cook or fully cook your food in the winter just to warm you up more from the inside. Drinking a lot of teas are good. Even just like hot water with lemon, having that warmth that fills your body. It's a, it's a very, um, important thing to have throughout the winter. Yeah. And you don't have to deprive yourself. You you don't have to be hungry. Like that's not what healthy eating means. It's not to like go on a diet and starve yourself. It's just fill your body with what it's craving, which is healthy things. Oh, and eat breakfast. (laughs) It's the most important meal of the day. It really is. And like, make sure that you try to have something more than like a bowl of cereal. I used to only eat cereal, but then I'd be hungry like mm. an hour later. Yeah, but you have to filling. eat something that's filling. Like oatmeal is really good. That mm-hmm. fills you up. Eggs are good. Um, fruit is good. Fruit is good with those things that you, that I just listed. And that will fill you up until lunchtime usually if you have something correct. Or if, you, if you're eating a small portion of it, um, have a little snack midday. But don't skip meals either. Mm-mm. Cause that's not good for you. All right. Another tip. <laughs> How many tips can we list? <laughs> this is just a tip episode. Episode three tips. <laughs> tips on how to Beat not the be blues. sad ever again. <laughs> yes. If you follow these tips, you will never be sad again. <laughs> Sorry. This isn't a comedy podcast. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Another good tip. Focus. Tip. Another good. Another good. Another crip tip. Whip, 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 whip. Another good tip. tip. Jab, Jim, Julie, jiggly, jam. (laughs) (laughs) Marissa's laughing super hard right now. It's great. Well, we were kind of droning on there. This is a podcast. It's not like. We're not lecturing people. We're not standing up in front of the class and this is what you need to do in order never to be sad ever again eat healthy <laughs> work out Bueller Bueller Howard here Howard <laughs> I'm present all right yeah okay we're bringing the life back bringing the life back so final final, <laughs> final tips Final tips. We have a few more to go through. 
I wrote these out before. I'm pre- I did my homework before this podcast, people. All right, Marissa, go on. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. <laughs> so another good tip is uh, keeping a journal, um, you know, just having an outlet to be able to write down your thoughts and kind of process them there. Um, and even if you don't keep, like, if that's not your thing, if you're not like a journal keeper, even just having like a conversation with somebody else mm-hmm. is kind of like the same process. You're getting your thoughts out and you're processing what you're feeling. Um I like to keep a, a daily journal. I have this cool little thing that I got off Amazon. It's like a five-year um, daily journal where, like, for today, it'll show – I'm in 2015, but I've been keeping it since last year. So it'll show what I was thinking or what I did in 2014, and then now I'm in 2015. Oh, is it kind of like that memories thing on Facebook where um, you're like, on this day? Kind of like that, yeah, but it's an actual, like – But it's, know, an actual- it's an actual hard – little book that i have oh wait it's an act it's not digital no it's not digital no oh no um wait how does this work so it's called i think it's called like line a day but right, let me look at i'm gonna but Google you can it see what you did last year because i wrote it but it's not like it just keeps it you know that's not the right thing Marissa is doing a Google search currently. I think it's called Line a Day Journal. Yep, this is one line a day journal. Uh, I got it off Amazon for like 17 bucks. This is cool little, it's just a short little, um, it's no more than a paragraph that you can write. So if oh. you're not like super into like pouring your heart on a page or whatever, you can just have this little blip. But it has, so gen, you know, say it's January 1st, from whatever year you start it, say you start it 2015, Next year, you write on that page 2016, and the year after that's 2017. So anytime you're on a given year, you see what you did in those years past. And so it's 365 pages. Did you see the light bulb go off in my head? Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Um, Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so. I I have been keeping journals since I was born, basically. Not that. Well, since I could write. (laughs) Okay, since I could write. (laughs) But I am a big journaler and everyone that knows me knows that i keep journals i keep written journals i keep journals journal. digital journals um sometimes if i need to vent i'll even just open up a word document and i'll be like blah 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 blah. I hate that i hate this i hate that and then after that i'll feel so much better and then i'll just usually delete it um unless it's like really important for me to keep a memory of that but sometimes just venting mm-hmm and like you said, to venting to a person, but sometimes you just yeah, don't want to like say everything right. that you're thinking right. to someone because people talk and it's like, if it's something really personal, that's what a yeah. journal is for. You're supposed for to write you. down your personal yeah. feelings and actually helps you work things out. Yeah. So if you're really upset about something, it's not to say that you shouldn't talk to people. That's not what I'm suggesting. It's just that like, sometimes it helps you organize your thoughts yeah. before you talk to someone. Yeah, it's like talking to yourself. I've actually in in times where I've been kind of more down than others, I've written myself letters that have said like in times of this feeling, like read this oh, letter. Oh, that's cute. And I go back and I have like this little, you know, box of letters to myself and like I like to do that actually on on birthdays too where I like write a letter to myself you know this is me in this year and you know you reading this i don't know you maybe you're 80 like, that just kind of like saying my thoughts and feelings marissa, for, that's the best thing ever <laughs> that marissa is all i would like to point out that marissa is the, the one of the best people to like get cards from <laughs> like she never forgets my birthday and i think it was like last year or the year before 
you were like, I found this card. This is a vintage card. It's from the 70s. Yeah. And I was like, how do you have cards from the 70s, Marissa? <laughs> like, obviously she does. She's going to have cards from herself when she's 80, people. <laughs> yes. This is amazing. I'm big into cards and words and stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. Keeping a journal is definitely a, a good way to battle the blues. Indeed. The last tip that we have, I think we had about 109 in this episode <laughs> usually we only have one tip um is to appreciate the beauty of winter and all it has to offer cue the the twinkling bells and music <laughs> maybe i can find some of that and put it in here but um winter can be really pretty i can definitely after a snowfall especially or when it, the snow is falling and the world gets quiet and mm-hmm. you're just kind of in this little magical bubble you know yeah and it, it's usually like you know around christmas time it's more special but any time mm-hmm. that it's snowing um even in march if it's snowing be like oh that's nice at least it's at least it's not a hurricane true or something it could be worse yeah and um you know i, I don't think you and i are, are huge into like the winter sports but getting out and like doing cross-country skiing or some kind of snowshoe hike or just hiking mm-hmm. in the woods with a really good pair of boots um you can just really get in there and you know take a camera out or whatever just save for the moment and really appreciate the quietness that yes. winter has to offer yeah definitely you know every season has its beauty and even the harshness of winter can be it can be beautiful <laughs> and hey you get snow days <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of companies, you know, if you if it's dangerous to work, to drive into work, you work from home. So get in out your pajamas. Build a snowman. Build a snowman. Have some hot cocoa. Winter is not that bad <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> We're gonna end with this quote by Sarah Addison Allen from the book The Sugar Queen. Um, it's more uplifting than the other quotes that we started with. <laughs> to end on a happy note. When Josie woke up and saw the feathery frost on her window pane, she smiled. Finally, it was cold enough to wear long coats and tights. It was cold enough for scarves and shirts worn in layers, like camouflage. It was cold enough for her lucky red cardigan, which she swore had a power of its own. She loved this time of year. Summer was tedious, with the light dresses she pretended to be comfortable in, while secretly sure she looked like a loaf of white bread wearing a belt. The cold was such a relief. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. You can contact us, as always, at thoughtpodvoking at gmail.com or call us at 774-701-0141 and leave a message at the voicemail. And you can also reach us at Twitter at at ThoughtPodVoke or like us on Facebook at ThoughtPodVoking. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Ta-ta for now. Enjoy winter. It's coming.
I should have like a blooper reel. Why is why are the animals on the crack tonight? <laughs> it's Damn the, it. it's the one hour time difference. It works. Game degrees. <laughs> Hold, please. <laughs> the cat wants to be involved. Droko, my cat, is Licking on the table, the and he's trying to get involved in this conversation. So, and then Gambit just destroyed something in the other room. <laughs> and he popped a balloon. <laughs> and he always growling at it. So... <laughs> This, is this should be the outtake. This cat needs need to get a, out of here. Need a camera. <laughs> Drogo, stop it! You're gonna ruin everything. <laughs> oh my god. Something, something. Why don't I know a phone number by heart? Is it at the end of the the notes for episode two? Marissa, I just met a girl named Marissa. End this episode with the children in the background crying. La 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 la.